Aloha and welcome to Conversations to Enlighten and Heal. Conversations is sponsored by Pure Plant Essentials, Organic Aromatherapy. I'm your host, KG Styles. Please subscribe to KG Styles' channel so you never miss a show. On today's Conversations webinar show, I'll be speaking with renowned psychic, author, and spiritual teacher, Tori Hartman. After a near-death experience about 25 years ago, Tori began having encounters with angels that revealed profound teachings and fables that became the basis for her number one best-selling Sharper Wisdom Oracle Cards and Toolkit. Tori's newest program is the Life Purpose Divination System. The Q&A chat window is open, so you can interact with us during the show, and Tori will stay on to answer your questions at the end. Please join me in welcoming to the show, Tori Hartman. Welcome to the show, Tori. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you, KG. I'm really, I'm really glad we, like with all the planetary stuff going on, I'm glad we managed to make this happen because I think it's, I think it's exciting to get to speak to an astrologer. So, so well, mutual. So <laughs> tell us about your encounters with angels. A lot of people love to, on this show, love to hear about angels, people's experiences with angels. And what was that like for you? You know, I have to be really honest with everybody. It probably wasn't the, you know, the big holy grail that everyone thinks. For me, it wasn't. I thought they were in my way. <laughs> it was like it was like having kids' toys all over. Because for me, what happened was I had a near-death experience. And I'd gotten very sick, and I got ill, and they brought me back. And that's a longer story. But basically what happened was I didn't really know what was happening. I had these angels coming and telling me these stories and it was like if I didn't write them down they wouldn't go away so I literally had to write them down I mean I would have written them on the wall in the middle of the night in some cases I mean it was just so and at the time I was trying to work on a book and the I felt that they were in the way of what I was supposed to be doing <laughs> you know? I just thought get out of my way you know so the truth is that I didn't really realize what was happening until it was toward the end of it. And it was a, it was a several year period. This wasn't something that just happened you know, immediately. It took time. Mm -hmm. And suddenly I was realizing that there's something to this, but I was, they were so in my way, KG, that I literally took these things and just shoved them in doors, you know? And again, I didn't know, I didn't, it took a long time for me to form together what this experience was and it's funny because i looked back on it as something that was in the way you know this is in the way of what i need to get done in my life it's distracting me you know but then as i started to look back more and more and more i started to realize the profound experiences i was having were um were unique and were something way beyond what i what i could have even imagined. So why do you say roadblocks are necessary for realizing one's destiny? Well, I think the biggest thing is that the best way to put it is that what we do when we hit a roadblock in our life is most of the time we try to figure out what to do about it instead of realizing that our greatest gift is in fact in there. 
It is our wounding that makes us so unique. But even more that, and one of the things I, I love to share with people in that this is one of the, the secrets, if you will, that I shared in my, um, in my webinar and I'm talking about more and more is the idea that you don't even know how powerful your gifts are until you're, you're using your wounding as a gift. And what, what people, it, like that it doesn't resonate with the brain. Like our brain totally doesn't get that. It's like, what, what, how could that, what? I don't get that. But when I realized that as a child, I mean, this, I use this example because it's so um, pointed to what we're talking about. You know, when I was little, my mom, from the time I was about five, my mom said, you have no command of the language. And she would sit me down and dictate my papers to me. So for, I never wrote a school paper until I was 15 when she died. And, and then I failed English because I didn't, I had no command of the language, right? So I would, I would make up stories and I would read cards and I would, my, my imagination was just pushing to come through. There was so much in there, but I never wrote. So what happened was I worked doubly hard because I thought I had no skill. And it wasn't until, I have to tell you all, and for those of you listening to us as well, I have to say that I didn't even realize that that was one of my greatest gifts. Because ultimately what happened was when I turned around and it was just a couple months ago, I want to say, um, I had just finished the first draft of Life Purpose Divination and I shot up in bed and I went, oh my gosh. I was uniquely qualified to take dictation from the angels all those years ago because I had to take dictation from my mother or she would go into upset. So I knew how to take dictation. So that wounding ended up bringing me my greatest gift because it qualified me for what was coming. So if we really talk about it at that level, we're talking about what qualifies you for your gifts. And what I love teaching people is how to uncover it. The how of it, you know, I can tell you what it is now, right? And I'm sharing that with you, like this is what it is. But how to do it is a process that's magical. It's part Harry Potter, <laughs> part intuition. But the biggest thing that I love to work with people on KG is showing them how to shut their brain down so they can listen to their intuition. So talk about that. How do you turn, teach people how to turn off the voices in their heads so they can hear their intuition? Well, the first thing to understand is that your intuition is always speaking to you. Your brain is constantly negating it because your brain's sole job is to protect you. Mm -hmm. And your job in your brain is to say, danger, Will Robinson, danger, get out, run, 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 move, stop this. It's the unknown. <laughs> and so what happens is, our intuition is the unknown. Now, right now, for, for instance, energetically, let's breathe and let's just completely step into the unknown together. In this moment together, we have absolutely no idea what's going to come out in the next moment. I have no planned dialogue, no idea what what I'm going to say. And even, even if you have questions, we really don't know what's going to happen next. So being in that place of the unknown 
for some people, it's the scariest place in the world. That place, my job is to take you in there, show you how to feel safe there, and then not only trust it, but live through it. And when you live through it, magic starts to happen. It just does. And I can't, I'm getting truth bumps as I say this to you, you know, because I have seen so many people transform their life um, through using these techniques. And it's not just a meditative technique. You know, it's more than that. It's a frequency. It's understanding that you can manifest very quickly if you're willing to get on that frequency. But it's a frequency that is moving through the unknown. So you have to step into that unknown. And even as I'm saying this to you, like, we, you know, we may have had a plan of what was going to happen today or not, right? We may have had some idea, but we don't really know. That's what makes it magical, right? Yes. That's what, it's the reality of my connecting with you in this moment that's real. Everything else is just, doesn't matter. So that's the key, is being incredibly present means letting your intuition speak to you and recognizing when your brain is trying to protect you. And the only way to do that, I think, is to really be trained in it. See, I'm really learning that more and more. And I'm realizing that this 30-year journey I've had with the Chakra Wisdom cards wasn't just some angels that got in my way. This, this journey has become my life purpose. And I didn't expect it. <laughs> I mean, how else can you explain? I mean, if I say this to you and to people listening, how else can you explain that the day the cards came out, they zoomed to number one on Amazon? They went to Amazon number one in five countries. I didn't promote them. People were telling people. There was an energetic that they got on. They were, they were on that accelerated path. And there's a thought in this state I want to give you, and I'm going to give everybody listening, is I talked about this too and when I was doing my webinar. What would happen if we chose the accelerated path? Breathe into that thought and take it into your body. Don't understand it with your brain. When I say to you, understand it with your body, do you recognize it? And that's the difference. Because we have to start recognizing things with our, our intuition. And that's what I do. Like one of the things that I love about life purpose divination is I did it completely antithetical. I'm teaching your intuition. I don't even teach your brain. <laughs> and if you're upset with me and you're frustrated and confused, it means that your intuition is working because your brain's trying to figure it out. I have your brain going like this. And I'm going, okay, while your brain's frustrated and angry, now let's tap into your intuition. Because it's, I don't understand. I don't know what this means. It must not be working. Why? Just because you don't see something right now doesn't mean it's not working. It means that it's what we made meaning of that's showing up. And that's the key to this work. You know, what I'm noticing more and more is that it's almost like, I think it was Joe Vitale who said this. 
KG. It was a great, it was a great thing years ago. He said, he went to this lecture, right? And he had found this, like, I'm not kidding, like a piece of paper that was crumpled and black and white Xerox in those days, right? It said, come to this lecture, come listen to so-and-so. Barely legible, okay? He found this piece of paper. He said, oh, I'm going to go to this. And he went, right? And he's standing in line with other people to get in. And he said, how would you hear about it? They said, oh, I got this piece of paper. It just could barely read it. But it seemed, you know, and he said that it's the energetic pull of something. It has nothing to do with how much lipstick we slap on a pig, okay? <laughs> At the end of the day, you can make something bad look pretty, but you can't make something great not shine. You just can't. And that's how I feel about the people I get to work with. You know, more and more and more as they work with the, the stuff that I'm, I'm presenting them with, they're shining. Just so exciting to see these transformations. Like it really is. Like, you know, one of my favorite things, and I know you'll get this. Um, I had this woman in uh, in the life purpose divination course, and she really came in to write a book. That was her focus, and she felt that was her purpose. And as she was working the course, all of a sudden, she realized that her purpose was to be a great wife and mom and to run a great home, which she was doing. And then a book that she was going to write would come through that. See, whatever, we're, whatever we are, I want to say creating, has to come through that truth of our purpose. And sometimes we think it has to be this big thing. <laughs> and so that was one of the greatest things, I think. That for me was like, when, when, I, when she said that, it really touched me because it was like, yeah, that's what it's about. Yeah. It's about understanding that what, how you've lived and how you're living is absolutely amazing. Um, somebody, last night I, I had a Q&A and somebody said, you know, how do you know between like an egotistical, you know, thing like an endeavor versus something smart? And I said, I'm going to tell you something. Your work is not egotistical. And it just, I said, you know, would you say that a great musician is, their work is egotistical? Some beautiful piece of poetry, it's not egotistical. And he was like, oh. I said, that's an old rule. That's something that someone else told you that's in your brain has nothing to do with the reality of who you are. Mm -hmm. And that's the beauty of this is we push away all of those rules, all those buzzwords, all of those ideas. And as we do that with our brain, our brain begins to trust our intuition. And it's amazing how the balance shifts and the brain becomes in support of our intuition. Yes. Well, the ego gets you coming or going. Exactly. You know what I'm saying so it will throw whatever mm -hmm. you from so it can throw, you know, that to pursue, you know, a dream, you're being egotistical. You know what I'm saying? So because it, it will, it will it will try to because it knows that you're going to get free of it. You're gonna get you know what I'm saying? Because when you're living from your intuition, it connects you with everything. 
Mm-hmm. And so, you know, you're going to get free of being separate and isolated and, and trapped by that egoic entanglement, those, you know, those different ways the ego has of keeping you bound. Mm-hmm. That's how I see it. So do people have to know how to read cards uh, in order to take your course, Tori? No, which is actually really great. Um, one of the things that happens is that um, you will learn the cards because what will happen is I use the original fables that came to me from the angels. So I use them as a foundation. But you don't need them. And in fact, it, it's not necessary with the course at all. You know, um, you literally will work with your intuition on its own. Okay. So I wanted to just check in to make sure everybody can hear us. Um, could somebody who's out there, could you uh, post a, a, a hello or a question or, you know, are we yeah. are you hearing us? Can you hear us? <laughs> I just want to make sure that we're, uh, you know, we're getting, I know we're being recorded. I, I just am wanting to make sure that um, yeah. people so- are able to get on. Show and uh, I'm not seeing any. We had that one before the show started. One person posted something, but hmm. you know, typically people start posting questions. So, yeah. Um, hmm. Okay, it's okay. So let's just carry on. We can, <laughs> uh, if, in case we are not, in case people aren't able to post questions for some reason, okay. Uh, are you okay if people have questions after they can post them below the YouTube when it gets posted? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'll, I'll, uh, I'll jump in. Oh, right. someone says, right. Right. I can hear you. They're static. Okay. Okay. So, oh, yeah. Hello. Yes, I can hear you, but they're static. Okay, you got it. You already saw that. Okay. I'm seeing what you're seeing. So, okay. Um, do you have any earbuds? Sometimes if you put earbuds on, um, it'll clear up any static. Do you have any earbuds? Um, Essie, do you have the headset? She's just going to bring it over to me. Thanks, love. I think she's going to use it. So I'll just okay. try it. All right. So, so how long does it take to be able to read and trust your intuition? I mean, is that different for everybody? or? Well, I think the thing is, is that... Um, the first thing that you want to do, anytime, anytime we're doing this type of work, um, the first thing you want to do is you want to immediately understand that. Um, let's see if that gets any better. Am I in the right? Okay. Oh, that's right. Can you still hear me? Can so, you hear me? let us know is the is is the sound quality better? If anybody wants to let us know, be great. Okay, just. Somebody will hopefully let us know. Okay. Yeah, I can't hear myself, but if you can, you hear me. I can hear you. You can. You should be able to. You have your your. It plugs into your sound portal on your on your computer. I do. You know what though? It's got to be the Jupiter thing. I'm telling you because sometimes because it's my ruling planet. So I'm thinking that with it. This is true. You've got the Sag thing going on. And with it turning, I think everything is just going. So I'm not gonna, you know, everything out expands. Whatever's going on, it it 
And I got to tell everybody while we're talking, you know, while we're chatting, it's like the first thing KG said to me is, you look tired. (laughs) And I said, I am. It's, it's been a, it's been a very like challenging 24 hours, I think. And a lot of things have stirred. So it's just like, you know, (laughs) so there you have it. It's all good though. It is. It's what it is. You know, it's, it's what it is. And I think that's the journey is that, um, you know, the difference is, is that it's a moment. It's not a week or a month or a year. You know, it's a moment of, oh, oh all right. Lifestyle, it's just a momentary. It's what happens. Stuff happens. Moment of disruption or. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. So tell us about, you know, how, how what is the process, you know, with people that, and the course that you're teaching, you know, how do you. How long does it take most people to begin to be able to, be able to read and trust their intuition? Well, it's actually, um, it's a seven-week course, and it's a drip course. So what that means is that I think there's still a lot of static. I don't think it helped with this headset. Well, take it off. Yeah, I'm just going to take it off because it's not, it, I'm hearing it in the line, so I don't know. I'll try to talk very softly. <laughs> I don't think I can. I don't think we can do anything about it. Um, I think the thing is, is that it's a seven-week course, and what happens is, my job right away is to show you that your intuition is already working. And the first thing I do with everybody is I have them um, come up with words in the first chakra, and we I work through the chakra, and we work with just come up with words and make a list. And then they go into the workbook, and when they turn the page, the first thing says, here are the questions you just answered. So they answer the questions before they know what they are. Because what we're doing is I'm showing them they already have all the answers, everything, all the questions and answers that we're playing with in this form are already there. And you know that from astrology. You know, it's like... It's like, here's the thing. The, I love that my, my mother used to say it was a, astrology was a blueprint of your world. And some blueprints are skyscrapers, some are brownstones. Doesn't mean they can't be beautiful and exquisite, but that's the design, right? That's the design and certain energy in certain ways. It's the same with your intuition. So what I did was I found that with, with people who worked with Chakra Wizard cards, over a five to 10 year period, they were really getting their life purpose and they were being empowered and they were walking away with unbelievable gifts. And I thought, what if we could do that in seven weeks? What if I could take, distill everything that was brilliant about this process and just put it in seven weeks? That's how life purpose divination was born. So the way it works is we start with the red chakra and where you're sourcing your life from. Then the second chakra, you know, how are we emotionally relating to our life? Where are we supporting ourselves and where are we letting ourselves down? So it's all, and each process and each one, I'm slowly working away at the idea of your intuition taking over. And the more you, the more your brain gets validated that your intuition is wise, the more your brain will trust that and then it becomes a partnership instead of a competition. And that's the idea. So that really is the actual process of it. But there's so many little magical moments that happen that 
it's and, and one of the things I found in this last one was I when I taught it I have a private Facebook page everybody jumped on and everybody was interacting and it was just so much fun so I was very involved in the Facebook page you know at, at all And there we go. Can Are you hear okay me? Yeah, I can hear you. Can you hear me? Oh, yeah, it's much better, actually. Okay, good, good. So, um, so tell me then, um, you know, how is the life purpose divination, how does that relate to card reading? Are the two related or? Yeah, they actually are in a funny way. Um, you know, a lot of people will think, oh, I guess it's not about card reading or, oh, I guess it's about card reading or, you know, they don't understand what, you know, how it relates. So I'm glad you're bringing that up. One of the things that's magical is that the original fables that came to me that the angels brought forward, that's the basis of this whole project. That's the basis of the Chakra Wisdom cards. So the actual fables themselves are the foundation for all the work I'm doing. I distilled them into cards, I distilled them into the 52-week journey with the fables, and now life purpose divination, it's distilled into that. So the idea is that you're working with the different, if you will, moral of the story fables in each chakra. And so what, where it relates is that the number one, the more you trust your intuition, the stronger that's going to become. And number two, you're starting to learn these fables in a whole nother way. It's very personal, you know, um, and I think that makes it that makes it huge. It's a very personal um, experience, and uh, you start to you start to really learn what these cards are. And what's interesting is people who are taking the course, um, those who are interested in card reading. Um, I would say a little bit midway through they were like oh my gosh I have to get the cards now because I'm starting to see that this is developing my intuitive wisdom around cards so and you don't have to have the cards to do the course no, no. okay so because, are the cards like an oracle or are they like a tarot they're de they're oracle because okay. um, a, a tarot deck is very spe specific it's very 78 cards it always has the major right. Right. The Oracle deck, um, it's split up into 49 cards, and there's seven cards in each chakra. And each one represents an aspect of that chakra and an issue that comes forward in that chakra. So there's a lot of layers to this work. Um, and there's even in the workbook that I did, the 52-week workbook, there's actually exercises to do in a community or with others. Mm -hmm. uh, and there's solo journaling. There's a lot of deeper work here. Um, as I said, that people can go on um, and take a longer time with it. Um, life purpose. So it's, a, it's a seven week course, but it's actually designed like a 52. You, you no, I, I didn't mean to mis mis uh, misrepresent that. I'm sorry. Um, it's actually, there's a, there's a toolkit. It's a book. That's a 52 week journey with the, with the fables. Okay. The life purpose divination is only a seven-week course. So there's three different things I'm kind of referring to. There's the card deck itself, the workbook, which is the um, – when I talk about workbook, it's the toolkit, the 52-week journey. That's a published book. And then life purpose divination, which is a seven-week uh, course that you get virtually. And you work, you just listen to an audio, 
and you do the workbook and then you get to share your experiences on the Facebook page and I have to tell you people from all over the world were connecting I mean just the level of sharing and the level of people getting breakthroughs through this were just so exciting it makes it worth it you know it makes all the every stressor you go through to get all this stuff out there what are some of the breakthroughs people are having is it with their their money their relationships their health what are what happens hmm well I think the biggest thing is that um, gosh I'm trying to think of like the relationship they have with themselves is huge um, and when I say that it's like um, I'm trying to think of some of the, the testimonials that people were saying just the ahas of I see why I'm this way I now understand like the legacy for example there's a chap there's a chapter on multi-generational healing which is the legacy you've been given and I show people how to spot their legacy in their family and people were just I never thought of my gifts that way I never saw that I actually had that or um, one particular one that really resonated with me was the rejection card the reject the in chakra wisdom cards which is the fable of the ivory tower and it's all about rejection well in the lecture I give a little download I talk about how um, I had a friend who uh, his wife cheated on him and she left him for somebody else his best friend and seven years later he of course you know married somebody else and love of his life now right but the thing is is that what I said to him at the time was it just sounds like you created that circumstance to get rid of that relationship you rejected it he said no I was the victim but right before his wedding he said to me I get it I get it if I hadn't created I would never would have left that marriage I created a circumstance where I was rejected mm -hmm. and somebody in the course said that really made me angry like when you said that I was so angry over that and then all of a sudden right. me how I'd set myself up right to be rejected again and again and again right. because I didn't want something and yes. so what happens is we start to learn where it is where we're doing this to ourselves where we're playing that game and where in which chakra which attitude which which moment and what happens is when you start to see how it how you do it you can change it I mean that's the key so the aha moments were 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 not just oh you know my health improved it was my whole life around health my whole internal life changed and therefore my outer reality got better so that's that's the whole thing you know yes. Um, and yeah, I well, one of the ways you can tell if something is triggered mm -hmm. that it's a hot thing that you really need to look at right is if you get triggered and you're angry uh -huh. or you have fear or you know those are all telltale signs that the ego is feeling like it's going to get displaced it's going well, to somehow lose yeah. control in a situation okay and like you said earlier the the brain the the thinks it, its job is to keep you safe right so, so it's programmed in such a way to do these things unconsciously often you know consciously we don't choose these things you know you know like you were saying when you become aware 
that pattern no longer has hold over you. So therefore, when we take it out of the unconscious, put it into the conscious, um, what I like to say is that when we're upset or in confusion, it's because our brain is trying to protect us. Mm -hmm. so the minute you understand that, that we remove the conversation around ego because ego is just easing God out, right? So it's kind of like, it really is about, you know, and I, I really work hard trying to remove some of the dialogue that we've, we've put into our brains, you know, um, buzzwords. And that's another tip I give people is like when you're using a buzzword, you're often not in your intuition because you're trying to hide something or protect it. So there's a lot like, and I think what you're saying is like, yeah, what if your brain, what if your brain is just doing its thing, but what if we could help it support your intuition? Yes. So how long is your course available? Um, it's actually a really short window. Um, we, it starts, you know, I don't know when this will play. So, you know, people will play it back. But um, the actual course will begin May 5th, um, 2015. Okay. We have um, the cart is right now open as we're talking live. And it it'll will go up today. The yeah. Live today. And so then it'll, the, the cart will stay open intermittently. I think it'll, I think we close, and I'm not sure of the exact date, but toward the mid to late uh, April. But a lot of the, the, um, there's a lot of bonuses, you know, that I give uh -huh. for the early bird people. So like you can down, like for instance, I'm giving away um, the, it's $197 on my website. It's a download of me reading every one of the original 49 fables. Um, Origins of the Cards, where I sit down and I talk about each of the fables and how they came through to me. Uh -huh. that's, that's another, oh, that's wonderful. it's fantastic. And it's, that's a $200 value. That's a download. Um, there's the, the buzzwords download chakra evolution. It's a download. I talk about, uh, your, your chakra and the evolution of it. Um, there's, these are things that, um, that are all part of the bonuses. Now here's the funny thing. The course itself is 197. So just any one of those bonuses is more uh -huh. than the course. And people are like, why is it so low? Why are you? And I said, because I want as many people as possible to be able to get it. Mm -hmm. Like I've had people emailing me from the last one saying, I'm so glad I did this because I knew I wouldn't be able to do your work, you know, cause I, I do charge a lot more for the work I do. Um, and they were like, this is such a great way to get in at a price that's affordable. And, and a way to transform your life. I'm going to be honest with you, KG, when I tell you I really think it's my best work to date. Mm -hmm. um, I think, and, and, and people were commenting, you know, some of the people who've worked with me for a few years were saying, this is by far the best work to date. So I was like, yeah. So it's, it's been really exciting. Well, great. So do you have anything else you'd like to share before we take questions from our audience? I think there are some People are putting in some questions, so. Um, no, I'm, I'm good. I think let's see what comes up with, uh, with questions. Yeah, I'd like to hear, you know, from some people and see what they have to say. So, um, here's a question from, can you see your questions up there? <clears throat> um, sorry. Um, 
No, my, I just have one person. So go ahead and let me see if I can. Okay. Uh, someone you who asked, how can I love me more? What are some simple ways to do so? Mm. Wow. There's so much here about self-honoring, you know, um, so much about um, the, you know, um, the idea of, you know, being in touch with who you are is really what it's about. I think the best way to love you is to, to trust your intuition and, you know, it's really funny. I have to tell you this though, you, I'm going to say this because you'll love it. And KG, you'll get this. I was doing a, a webinar and they, they asked me that question. They said, tell me about self-care. And I went, oh, I'm the worst on that. <laughs> you know, I mean, I'm the worst on self-care. I shouldn't be teaching that. But it was, and, it, and everybody laughed because it was the most truthful answer. And everybody else was like, take a bath, you know, meditate, do yoga. And I think doing the things that are, that are esteemable, you know, to have self-esteem. It's like, do esteemable acts, you know? And I think that's the, I mean, that would be my best suggestion. I think that, um, because to me, um, everybody has a, a, a definition of what love is to them. And part of my definition is living the adventure. You know, it's that like experiencing and, and, drinking in life and so for me my definition might be different than yours like mm -hmm. mine might be I'm gonna go whitewater rafting or I'm gonna go ice skating or I'm gonna you know that might be my definition and yours might be to meditate so I think finding the things you love that nurture you is the key for you not something I'm gonna tell you or some other expert you know yes. there's I think that you know and I'm gonna say this to you don't listen to me listen to you trust you I mean I'm I'm just, I'm saying what I know, right? But you trust you. You trust what's internally right for you. And yes. you go inside and you say, does that feel good to me? Yes. Adventure or what is it? What is it that feels good to me? And that's how you love you more. Not listening to me. I'm sorry. I don't, I guess I shouldn't say that, but that's the truth. That's really the truth of well, it. Well, if, it if, if something you share, you know, resonates for someone. Right on. Right on. You know, but if it doesn't, just let it fall away. It's not for you. Yeah. And that's kind of how I feel is that, um, you know, I think the best way to love you is to find out what you love and then do it. Yes. Yes. And don't let anything stop you. Don't let anything or anybody stop you. You know, I just went through an experience where I really, I, I'm, I'm in, in the observation still of it where I allowed somebody to bully me. And I was like, hmm, I wonder what that's about for me. You know, I created mm -hmm. that. So what's that about? Mm -hmm. You know? Mm -hmm. And and just the, the part of me that needs nurturing and needs to stand up in yes. me is what that's about. Yes. Yeah, well, people show up as messengers, you know. They're yeah. letting you know where you still have work to do. <laughs> yeah, and that's the thing is that, you know, they yeah. let us know where we are and we can course correct. Yes. We correct yes. our course. We set our sail in a different yes. direction. Yes. And, you know, I certainly have made some mistakes in certain areas and, and I'll continue to do so. And um, the reality is, is that 
recognizing it and moving to the next level, you know? Mm -hmm. So there you go. Yeah. So does anyone else have anything? And, and uh, Tori will take questions. You know, I'll uh, let her know if there are any questions. Uh, anybody post after the show is posted. So, um, uh, you who did post about a favorite, uh, do you have a favorite chakra? Which chakra is related to family, family issues, past life pain from family? How can I heal this area? You know, I have to tell you, um, I want to say I don't have a favorite necessarily. Um, I've learned the value of the different ones. So there's sometimes I'm relying on one more than the other. But to answer your question, which is a really good one, the sixth chakra I have discovered is primarily where family issues reside. So what I find is that your legacy that you've been left and the legacy you will leave is written in that chakra. And the other thing that's interesting about this is that if in fact our chakra is always evolving, then you are evolving with your chakra. And what's really cool is that means the map inside you is already there for you to tap into. In other words, your wisdom resides in each of your seven chakra. How can I favor any aspect of my wisdom? It's, it's like having seven kids. <laughs> it's like I just, you know. <laughs> I think the reality is that um, I go through periods with each one where right now I'm really working with the root chakra because I'm changing my foundation. I'm changing what I'm sourcing my life from. And a lot of that is, is foundational work. So it's first chakra. And because I've done this work um, and continue to, um, I'll have my breakdowns like anybody else as I'm going through it. Each time I teach it, you, each time I teach it, I like go through it and I'm like, oh, here we go again. <laughs> you know, yeah. because, you know, who would I be if I'm not experiencing it with you? If I'm not in there with you, if I'm not, you know, because people will say to me, how do you stay uh, disconnected when you're doing a reading. I said, why do a reading? If you want to stay disconnected, go do accounting. Go, go do something where you must disconnect, where it's, it's required. Don't do this work. This work is all about connecting. Yeah. And it's, you know, it's just, that's, that's it. So, um, and yeah, you know what? I'm always happy to answer questions later and, you know, People can post okay. them. You know, I'm totally happy doing that, you know. Okay. Um, and I, I do have a webinar tomorrow. So we'll, I know you're going to tell everybody about it on your, when you post it. So. Yeah, well, you know, you can briefly uh, mention your webinar for tomorrow where people can sign up for that. Do you have a, where you want to? Um, actually, I think, um, Essie, is it on our homepage? Not sure where it is. Um, if they go to your website, they'll see it, though. If they go to, how can they sign up for it? For the webinar? Yeah, for tomorrow. Oh, if they go to the webinar, uh, the learn. Ah, okay, let me just make sure I've got it and I can tell you. I think it's learnhartman.com slash webinar. Is that right? 
Let me see. No. Uh, there it is. Got it. Okay. I just don't know if the new one is up. We'll find out. It'll be up soon enough. So yeah, it is. Um, I will. I will send it over to you, KG. How about that? That'd be great. Just awesome. send me a link, and we'll post it in with the video, the YouTube video. Awesome. So. Awesome. I'll make that happen. Then. Oops. <laughs> well, thank you so much for joining me for this thank episode you. of Conversations to Enlighten and Heal. Uh, want to tell everyone to please remember to subscribe to KG Styles channel so you never miss a show. On our, our next Conversations webinar show, it's on Wednesday, April 15th with Dr. Angela Longo, author of Relationshifting, Tools for Living Quantum Radiance. Dr. Angela healed herself of liver cancer using her system of healing and has been completely clear of the disease, disease for more than 15 years now. So if you'd like to receive your own personal invitations to our, our free webinars and global events as well as special offers we only send out by email click the on-screen link to join our health mastery community have a beautiful day everyone a warm mahalo to you wishing you success and happiness always thank you again tori it's been a pleasure having you with us thank you until next time relax enjoy your life and stay connected <laughs>